Welcome to the Leadership Boost. Leadership Boost. Boosting your leadership into high performance. With your host, Sean Smith. Updating you with the points and principles to sharpen your skill so you can make a difference and have an impact in whatever leadership role you find yourself in right now. Forget the fluff and get the stuff with Sean. Good morning, Liz. Uh, this is Elizabeth Brongard with me all the way from Pennsylvania. We are both here. Great to have you with me on the podcast, the Leadership Booth Podcast. Great to have you, our listeners, with us today and uh, also into the Facebook group, uh, the Kingdom Leadership Equipping Facebook group uh, that I host. Um, I have met Liz recently and um, Liz has got uh, quite a uh, quite a pedigree of, of experience in her career. And I, I just spontaneously asked her the other night, would you jump on a call with us to discuss um, something that is very relevant to you? And she said, sure. So as an introduction, let me first introduce her properly and then, uh, then you know who we are talking to. So Liz is, a, her name is Elizabeth, but we all call her Liz for short. Is that okay, Liz? That's totally fine, yep. Okay, uh, sorry, good morning and welcome. Thank you, thanks, it's good to be here, thanks. All right, so here we go. Uh, so Liz is a marketing and communications professional with uh, 30 plus years in the marketing and communications industry, including 13 years of corporate marketing experience in the banking financial services industry and 18 years in higher education. She currently leads advancement marketing and communication strategy for Towson. Is that how you pronounce it? Yes. Towson University, a 24,000 student university in Maryland, USA. Previously served on the senior leadership team and as a communication advisor to two presidents at Elizabethtown College, which is just around the corner. And uh, she is skilled in advertising, integrated marketing, communication, marketing planning, budgeting, media relations, talent maximization, mentoring, and student advising, and team building. So what an honor to have such a guest um, on the Leadership Boost. And of course, uh, Leadership Boost, I am your host, Sean Smith, and uh, we are here just about practically every day. But... Um, this is to inspire you in your leadership development uh, to see you reaching the highest potential that you can as a leader, wherever you are, whatever your role is right now. So, Liz, tell us something about yourself and one thing that you're passionate about. Wow. Well, thank you, Sean. Um, it's great to be with you today. Um, you know, I, um, I spent years in marketing um, and, as you said, about 13 years in corporate marketing. And I think it wasn't until I made the jump to higher education that I really found my passion. And the passion was, you know, working with students, making a difference in young people's lives. Um, and, you know, some people may say, well, you, you know, you, you worked in marketing and communications, you, you know, you, you built departments, you worked with, with corporate teams or, or higher ed teams. You know, how does that translate to, you know, working with students and mentoring students? And, you know, what I would say is that there are so many students that are hungry for opportunities. 
Um, and by working in higher education and working within offices in colleges and universities, it's an it's an opportunity for sort of really robust um, mentoring. Um, it's opportunities to shape young lives, which is something that I'm incredibly passionate about. So you ask, you know, what are you passionate about? And I would say, you know, that's just it. Being able to, to watch young people grow um, professionally and personally um, is, is something that I think, um, you know, I've discovered over these last, you know, 18 plus years in higher ed. Um, and that's one of the main reasons why I will never go back to corporate America. Um, you know, I am, I feel like I'm firmly entrenched in higher ed and will be here for the rest of my career. Awesome. Oh, thank you so much. You know, well, we chose the topic mentoring because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm passionate about that too. And I'm sure we will have you visiting a few more times talking about some of the other areas that you are uh, highly skilled in. But and experienced in, but mentoring specifically, I, you know, for me, it's like, a, it became a philosophy nearly to be to others what nobody was to me. And, uh, and I've seen the value of mentoring, uh, specifically in empowering people to be, to, to growth and to success. I think you, you, you're able to excel, not excel, accelerate your growth and your success rate by having mentoring relationships those who are models, those who are willing to impact or impart to your life, spend time with you, etc. And personally, I think every leader should have a mentoring heart. Every leader builds their legacy by mentoring. So why is mentoring so important to you? Well, you know, I, I was mentored as a young student. You know, I think about when I was in college and there was, um, you know, there was a, a man who went to our church and who owned an advertising agency and I was um, a marketing and communications major. Um, and he gave me the opportunity to intern with him one summer, to intern in his agency. And I think that that was sort of my first taste of um, making a connection with somebody who um, cared about me, cared about my future, and gave me a shot in, um, in working in an environment as a young, not even professional yet. I was still, you know, I was, I was still a student. It was a summer between my junior and senior year of college. Um, so it was that, you know, experience that I had with him and um, er very early in my professional career that has sort of led me to, you know, want to pay it forward. And I think that that is one of the things that is so important about um, mentoring. It is um, a passion that I think grows inside you. And it is something that you, that, that you know, once you have experienced it as a mentee, um, you want to, as I said earlier, pay it forward and, um, and give back. Um, that experience to other young people, whether it's in a student capacity or whether they're very young professionals and they're just starting their careers. Um, you know, it's, it's, that, it's all of that history that you've learned um, as a professional that you, that you can impart uh, on, on young people. So um, I, I would say that that's really kind of where um, my interest in mentoring came from. It was, being, it was from being mentored um, very early. Excellent. So what, what, so what would you say does it look like? I mean, what does a, this mentoring relationship look like in, to you from your perspective? 
Yeah. So, you know, from my perspective, it's, um, you know, I, I will talk a little bit today about mentoring students and then mentoring young people. And, and I, I feel like, you know, when, when you look for a student mentoring relationship, um, it, it needs to first and foremost be a really good fit. It needs to be a good fit for the student and it needs to be a good fit for the mentor. So it's about finding commonalities um, finding common passion, common interests. Um, so I, I have always been very interested in finding students who will work with me in marketing and communications who have a passion for marketing and communications, who have a passion for, you know, um, public relations and connecting with people, um, and students who want to work hard. So I've always believed that to be a good mentor, you really have to challenge students. It's not about you know, yeah, come into the department and, you know, we'll have you answer phones. And, you know, it has to be meaningful work. And I think to provide a mentee with meaningful work, you have to have a very good sense of what they're passionate about because you want to be able to fit that work that you want to challenge them with to what their passion is and what their interests are. So, you know, I, I think to be a very good mentor, you, you need to start with a strong foundation and finding those commonalities. Um, I would never want to mentor a finance student. Numbers are not my strong suit. Um, so, you know, finding a student with a passion for numbers and a passion for finance, I would be absolutely no help to them. But if I find, if I find a young person or a young professional with a real passion for marketing and communications, that's where I think... Um, I can be most valuable to them. So, so I would say, you know, uh, right fit is, is the first thing. I had mentioned also meaningful work, giving them work that challenges them and is um, meaningful not only to them, but also to the organization so that they feel like they're making a difference. Um, and I think to, to feed a student's passion for learning, they need to feel like they're making a difference. And not just students, I would say any young professional, any professional in general wants to make a difference and wants to feel like they, their work matters. So um, a good fit, you know, from a, from a work product and end work product standpoint is, is important as well. Okay. What, what else do you think is, is, is a, a important? Um, yeah, you know, I, I also think that, um, you know, regular feedback, so one of the things that is um, so wonderful about students is they're like sponges, you know, they, they want feedback, they want to hear what they're doing right, what they're, what, where they could improve. Um, and so a, a really strong mentoring relationship is, um, is about, um, you know, that sort of constant feedback back and forth and not just from the mentor to the mentee, but listening to what the mentee has to say. What is it that they are, where are they feeling lost? Is there, is there a project that they're not, um, you know, they're not connecting with? Do they need a little bit more guidance? Like all of that sort of back and forth, I think is incredibly important for a strong, a, a strong, um, very fertile kind of mentor-mentee relationship. So, you know, I, I would say a regular um, feedback the other thing that I would say is, um, to a certain level, I think you need to be hands-off as a mentor. I, I don't think you want to hover, and I have never um, hovered over my um, 
my work, my student workers or my student interns. Um, it's about sort of setting the stage for what it is they need to do and then turning them loose to do it. Um, but always letting them know they can come and ask questions, that my door is always open. Uh, so I think that that's, uh, that's another part of, I think, a really, really good mentoring relationship is that you are, um, you're not micromanaging, um, but that you are always accessible um, to, to a student or to a young professional or to anybody on a team that you're building. And do, do you think that the, would you say the, the relationship is structured? Uh, I mean, do you, do you sort of take them on a specific journey or is it very much like um, day to day seeing how they're responding, what the feedback is, what the, the dynamic is, what, you know, where they are increasing and taking it as far as it's necessary or do you see it as like, okay, this is a specific journey we're going on with a, I don't want to say timeline and I don't want to say program, but because it's relationship, you can't really program a relationship, but, but at least you know that there are certain stages, certain, certain level, not levels, maybe not the right word, but certain, um, uh, what's the word? <laughs> like accomplishments that, that are being achieved you know, effectively having that so that they get wins on the way in that process? Yeah. You know, it's, that's a great question. I don't think that there's a, um, there's not a standard path. You know, I think you take your cues from your mentee um, and from your students. So not everybody learns the same way, right? Which means not everybody is going to sort of um, take their path uh, through a project or through a challenge the same way. Um, so I think it's up to the mentor to take cues from the student or from the young professional. There are some people who need a little bit more guidance um, and need sort of regular check-ins. But I, I like to let that up to the mentee, to the student or, or to the young professional, um, to always say, my door's open if you have questions, you know, um, feel free to ask, right? Um, but for that more independent learner, um, for that more independent worker, um, I, I think that, you know, it may be that you set the, you set the stage for the project. You let them know what the outcome is that you expect. You let them know that there are tools that you'll provide them along the way to help them be successful. Uh, and then you turn them loose. And in some cases, there are people who, um, love that independent work who want to just jump in and, you know, manage on their own and sort of spread their wings a little bit and, um, and do it on their own. Um, so I think, you know, you feel out each situation and, um, and decide what works for uh, you as a mentor and what works for that student or that young professional that you're working with at the time. No, no two um, mentor relationships for me have been the same. And I've mentored many, many students. I've had some disasters. I mean, you know, they're, they're absolutely have not all been wins. Um, and, and, you know, I would say that in some cases it was early in my career when I was a young mentor, maybe I wasn't the best mentor. Maybe, you know, I've learned a lot along the way. Um, and then there were just, 
not such great fits with students and you know maybe even with young professionals but again that's something that i learn as a mentor and as a professional um and there are cues i've learned those over the years that um yeah this wasn't going to be a good fit for us so maybe we'll pass so it's a, i mean it's a learning maturing process for the mentor as well it's like you're not coming across as the perfect um person you know first right. off right and secondly it's not a cookie cutter kind of uh okay this is how it works every single time because individuals are individuals i think mentors really respect the individuality of each mentee they're working with is you know it's just understanding that individually their growth their process how they're going to process things how they're going to learn how they're going to adapt and adopt is going to be varying as varied as as people are um <clears throat> what would you say is your your best oh sorry did you want to say something on that well, yeah, the other thing I was going to say is I think it's about being vested in them professionally and helping them grow professionally. Right. Um, but I also think it's about being vested in them personally. You know, um, young people today have so many challenges that are, you know, put in front of them. And so it's about knowing your mentee, if it's the student or if it's a young professional, knowing them professionally, but then taking the time to get to know oh i'm sorry hold on so sorry about that i have a i have three dogs and they were they saw someone out front so i'm so sorry <laughs> <laughs> um, but but what I was saying, and I, I don't know if you can edit that out or not, <laughs> um, but um, what I was going to say is, you know, being, um, being vested in them personally as well as professionally. So, you know, knowing, um, knowing maybe what's going on in, um, in their personal life, you know, are they having some challenges, um, you know, personally that is affecting their work, but being aware of that so that you can have some level of understanding um, because i think to be a really good mentor and to be a really good professional who sort of leads young professionals you've got to be sensitive to the whole person to the whole experience that they have that they're having in their life and um uh you know i i would never suggest that a that a, a mentor just focus on um you know uh, growing somebody professionally only. I think for somebody to really thrive as a professional, um, there needs to be a nod to their personal life as well and finding balance um, in the work that they do and in being fulfilled, um, you know, as a person. And that's powerful. I mean, for me, it's, it's definitely the whole person. <laughs> People are spirit, spirit, mind, will, emotions, and body. You know, you can't, you can't just deal with one facet of their life when, you, when you're dealing with a person, uh, you're dealing with a whole person because they come in, they come into the relationship or into the workplace bringing all of who they are and whatever they involved with, uh, you know, the experience, life experiences, their values, their motivations, everything comes into, into, the, into the relationship, you know, professional relationship. So you have to be cognizant of, of all of that that's 
that is so powerful. Well, and, um, I, you know, and I had, you know, early in my career as I was a young professional and I was raising children, I was a working mom. And so um, I had mentors um, in my life um, early on in my career who made accommodations for me as a young mom um, who still wanted to work. And so I, I feel like through the years as I've built marketing and communications teams um, and, and mentored young people, um, I've been able to sort of, um, I've never lost sight of the fact that that opportunity was given to me. So that flexibility in um, bringing your personal life and some of the challenges that come with raising a young family and what have you to the workplace, um, you know, being uh, understanding and, um, and flexible, I think uh, also sort of breeds a, a strong uh, mentoring relationship from a young professional perspective. Oftentimes students don't have those same challenges, um, but, but they, may, they may have other challenges. They may be caring for a parent while they are um, a student or you know, working a job, or working a full-time job to pay for their education. And so it's the balance between learning and paying the bills. So it's, again, it's just about being aware of, um, of their lives. So, so how, okay, I know we probably answered this, you probably did answer it already, but maybe just to focus in a little bit more on the, we're talking about growth and success. How, how do you see mentoring actually contributing to that in, in any young person's life? We, we talk in a whole generation of, of especially now I think we're going to you know it's going to be so prominent I think I think if ever there needs to be a mentoring kind of perspective or paradigm within the context of leadership in the in the, in the um, business world in any any area uh, it's going to be now coming out of this is going because it's a whole new world but yet there's underlying principles that are going to be absolutely critical in all of that so you know, I'd love to sometimes talk about communication because because I think it's it's a it's a whole it's a whole um, paradigm coming out of that as well. But okay, so how does how will mentoring benefit growth and success in for for this generation? Do you think? Well, you know, I think about um, you know, ment mentoring is all about connections and. Um, and I think to some extent, young people um, are, have missed some connections um, with, you know, technology and with video games and with, um, you know, a, a variety of sort of distractions. Um, you know, maybe the connections, the people connections are not as uh, strong as what they once were. And I think that a mentor, a strong mentoring relationship can can reconnect people. Um, it can say to a young student or a young professional, you matter to somebody um, who, is a, who, is a, who is a professional. Um, you matter to somebody who cares about you know, your future and wanting you to be successful. So um, uh, you know, I, I guess I would just you know say that that it's it is so much about making a strong connection. It's not mentoring isn't a surfacey kind of thing. You can't mentor on the surface. You you can, but you won't be a great mentor. 
you won't mentor well if you only go this deep, right? With, you know, with a, a young student or a young professional. Um, you've gotta be willing to go deep um, and invest in, um, in a mentee. Um, and, and I think, you know, I was jotting down some notes for our conversation this morning, and I think back to some of the, ment the mentees that I've had through the years when I worked at a large public university in Pennsylvania. Wow. We had students coming through as grad students and as undergrad students. And, um, and to this day, um, I am still connected with those students who, not every student, but there were definitely standouts. Um, there will always be standouts in mentoring relationships. Those students that you remember, that you have stayed connected with, and you will always sort of have a connection with. And, um, and I guess that's what I mean about sort of going deep into a mentoring relationship is um, that you know you've done well and you've made that connection when you are you're still friends, you're still professional colleagues, and it's crazy to think about students who you had 15 years ago that are now professional colleagues, you know, just in a different pl place in their, in their career, but you know you've done well when you are still um, giving them advice or cheering them on, um, you're connected on LinkedIn, you know, or, you know, Facebook or whatever. Um, so yeah, so I, you know, staying connected forever um, with, you know, is I think a sign of a really, really good mentoring experience. Wow. Um, yeah. Well, leaders, I want to tell you, <clears throat> misconnections is the is the, you know, conversation. I mean, conversations, um, relationships are the currency of of leadership today. We we seem to have forgotten that as a element of leadership that is vitally, vitally important is the network, the power base of every leader. And you have the opportunity as a mentor to, in fact, introduce them to that world that they would not be introduced to. I know. Um, reconnecting people, what a value bomb that is. That is so powerful. Don't keep it surface. Dig a little deeper because that's when you actually are helping the whole person. These are such powerful, powerful, interest, not interesting, just powerful truths from somebody that has experience. You wouldn't hear that from somebody that hasn't walked a road on mentoring, true mentoring, because uh, you have to have gone through the fire of mentoring relationships to actually come up with that. You know, that's, that's exactly uh, what I, um, I can see. So we've got people on... And Liz, who are um, in various uh, sectors of, of business and of life in, in various areas. Um, what, I mean, you spoke about the, the relationship that somebody that is open to, to that. What else would they be looking for in a, in a mentoring relationship? Um, you mean what, uh, what would a mentor, mentee look for in a mentoring relationship? Well, yeah, um, yeah I, I think definitely commonality and interest. Um, so I, I think I had mentioned that earlier. Um, and you know what? I think that there's just a vibe that people give off. It, it, it can't necessarily be defined. 
um, specifically, but you know, when you meet people, you know, wow, I really like that person. I feel like I can really connect with that person. There's just a, there's something about that person that I really feel connected to. Um, you know, as a, as a student um, or as a young professional, you know, that sense of connectedness, I think, um, will come through. I always sort of felt that when I was interviewing students for student positions um, or would talk um, to, you know, young professionals if I was hiring for an open position in the department. And but there was just that, you know, um, you just knew if there was a fit. And so I, I would suggest that. I would say that there, you kind of know if that's a good fit, not only from a knowledge perspective or is there a connectedness you know as i was always looking for somebody who is passionate about marketing and communications um, and people right um but do you really like the student or do you really like that that young professional are they is it a comfortable kind of relationship so um yeah i think that that's i think that's something to look uh to look for as well so if if we're talking to mentees right now. What would be your advice to a mentee that's saying, okay, I'm, I'm wanting to grow. I'm wanting to succeed in my, in my life, my career. What, what am I looking for? Where do I find these people? You know, who, who do I look for? Yeah. So obviously you look for somebody who has, has a common interest. You have common interests professionally. Um, but I would also say keep your options open. You know, there are many, many people out there who want to help young professionals and students. Um, you know, it's not that you necessarily interview a mentor, um, but it's not like just because somebody says, hey, I can help you. You necessarily have to go with them or they don't necessarily, it doesn't necessarily mean that they are a great fit for you. Um, I would say to a mentee, make your list, make a list of your own, because I think mentors look for things in mentees just as mentees should be looking for things in mentors. Um, you know, what is it that you as a mentee are looking for um, in a mentor-mentee relationship? Um, there, you should have some expectations. Um, you shouldn't blindly follow a mentor just because they say, hey, I can help you. Um, there are lots of helpers out there. The question is, it's about connecting, you know, connecting commonalities, those things that you are looking for leadership in. Um, so interview your mentor, just like your, your mentor would interview a mentee. Powerful. That, that, that is really so helpful. And it doesn't, I mean, you don't have to, it doesn't just have to be in your skill area or the area that you want to be skilled in. You can be mentored in, other areas of your life, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. For sure. I mean, there, there are some people who are, are very skilled in, in their work, but they haven't been able to, for whatever reason, make professional connections or they need help in, um, in conducting themselves professionally, right? Not everybody naturally um, conduct, con con conduct themselves as a professional. Um, and it's a mistake to think that we graduate young people from college and they are ready to be a team player or they're ready to, um, you know, manage a team of people. Like, um, 
we just need we we need to understand that there are other areas of growth um, beyond the skill sets. We can graduate really smart students who can come out and you know and do great work. Um, but it's often it's it's being written about more and more today that um, where young professionals are challenged is in team building and being a member of a team and collaborative work. Um, and so, you know, I, I would say that that's, you know, that's certainly an area where if you can find a mentor who can help you um, sort of build this collaborative mindset, that's very, very, very powerful and very valuable um, in, uh, in, in industry today. Wow. Absolutely. Wow. I mean, that is like, <laughs> that, that just opens up a whole can of worms right there. That is so powerful. I mean, uh, listen, people, I'm telling you, you know, if, if you're in leadership, oh, let me, before I, well, if you're in leadership, you can see how important it is, first off, that you can lead a team and that you can mentor somebody into team building to work in teams, collaboration in teams. What does it take? What, what is the responsibility? What is the accountability? to each other, how do you care for each other as a team? Just a powerful, powerful, I, I didn't even think of that one. And I, you know, I know everything. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> that is so powerful, I love that. Um, talking about teams, Liz, is, is, do, if you're working with a team, do, do you have to mentor everybody on the team? Well, I, I don't think so. I think, again, not everybody on the team is going to be at the same place in their professional career. Um, some people on your team um, may be farther along. They ha may have already mastered the, um, the skills of team building um, or collaborative work. Um, you know, there have been many teams that I've led over my years um, where, you know, there was um, there was one or there were one or two people um, that really needed a little bit more um, guidance and um, and mentoring um, only because maybe they were a little bit younger or maybe their skill had not developed in a specific area. Um, but um, so I would say definitely you know you, you, mentoring happens at different levels. Um, and, uh, and it may just be, you know, there may just be very slight, um, work that you do with somebody who is, who has mastered their craft and is a great member of a team. Um, and then there may be younger people on a team that just need a little bit more. And the other thing I would say is younger, younger professionals don't only learn from the, the leader of the team who could possibly be their mentor they could learn from their colleagues. And so it might mean that there's somebody else on the team that could be for that person a better mentor. Um, it doesn't necessarily, mentors don't always have to be the leader of a group. It could be somebody else that um, maybe has a better connection with you know, somebody on, on the team. So if you've got a team of eight or 10 people working together, um, you know, there might be smaller work groups that work on a project. and. They find their skill sets and they find connectedness in that. And they become sort of a, a little mentor group. Um, and that's a good thing. You know, I would always encourage, you know, even smaller work groups or smaller mentoring relationships within a larger, a larger department or a larger team. Excellent. Excellent. Really good stuff. I mean, that just opens up 
another visit from you. <laughs> ah, well, I'm happy to, whenever. <laughs> yeah, that'll be, I mean, I'd, I'd love to talk about team leading and what it looks like going forward um, in the new tomorrow. So, um, yeah, I, because that is uh, really insightful, really, really insightful. Liz, as a parting uh, word from yourself, what uh, message would you send? I mean, considering uh, in the in the group, first off, the leadership boost is like about five or six nations around the world. So we've got people from America to Europe to Africa to Middle East, um, and then uh, we. In the, in the group where the, the video is going to be uh, published, um, there's 1,500 members, two thirds of whom are from Africa. Uh, Africa just seems to be so hungry for, for leadership uh, development. Uh, it's just been absolutely amazing for me. Um, and that's why I I'm, I'm, I'm want to feature you in there because I think the, your knowledge and your experience is going to be really, really helpful for them. But your parting shot, if you may, to, to, um, to these leaders um, and young up-and-coming leaders, what, what in, 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 on this topic, what would be your advice to them right now? Hmm, wow, that's kind of a tall order. I, I, I guess I would say that, um, you know, there is always an opportunity for growth. And I think as a mentor, um, it gives you the opportunity to grow professionally. Not only are you helping somebody else grow and learn, the things that I have learned and the things that you can learn as a mentor um, will always benefit you personally and professionally. So, um, it's very much a two-way street. Mentoring is not just about giving advice and giving and 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 leading people. It's about honing your own skills and talents, um, which will ultimately make you a better leader. Um, as I said earlier, it's sometimes it's the failures. Um, as a mentor, that reap the greatest benefit. Um, in terms of building your own leadership skills. Wow, that's powerful. Absolutely. I'm telling you, leaders uh, on the Leadership Boost, you are uh, experiencing some, some real insight. I know right now people are going through my mind right now that I know um, that, that would benefit so much by spending time uh, rehashing everything Liz has just said and catching the heart of it, catching the spirit of it. It's because mentoring is, is really just catching the heart of it. It's more than the technique of it. It's going through those experiences of failures and, and wins and failures that you grow and develop and powerful bomb right there is, uh, you know, you have to grow and develop yourself. So you've got something to con contribute all the time. Um, you know, sometimes I think uh, people arrive at a, place in their leadership position and they think that's it you know they they've arrived and and uh, they don't have to develop anymore but I you know it's just the experience of continually doing that will bring about growth but you have to um, compensate or, or you have to constantly be building competence into yourself for 
so that you've got something to offer all the time. I think that's, that is uh, really powerful. Liz, what a, a great time. I really enjoyed uh, just your, your experience, your insights. And uh, thank you so very much for your time. Um, I know it's, um, it's your day off. So <laughs> and taking time out to be with us um, on the Leadership Boost and uh, in the KLE um, Facebook group. I really, really appreciate your time. Thank you well, so much. It was my pleasure. Thank you for the opportunity. Uh, and we definitely should have you back again. I, um, I know I'm doing it on air, so you can't say no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the pressure. <laughs> uh, but we'd love to have you back again. All right. Thank you. Have a super weekend, Liz. Thank you again. Um, really, really appreciate your time. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye right. then. Bye.